Welcome to This Week in James City County. I'm your host, Renee Dolman. Today we are joined by Don Alexi. Don is the county's Environmental Sustainability Director. Welcome, Don. Thank you for having me, Renee. Now, this is not your first visit to the podcast, right? No, it's not. Okay, well, we are glad you came back. Thank you for having me. Very good. Well, you're here because there's something pretty big happening right now with James City County in terms of recycling. Let's talk about it. What has changed in terms of curbside recycling? Well, the main reason there's a change is we're in the middle of a contract switch. Okay. So it was a five-year contract with our last provider, Mm -hmm. and that contract ended on June 30th. And so we had to put out for bid a new contract that started July 1st. And we are part of a regional contract through the Virginia Peninsula Public Service Authority, otherwise known as VIPSA. Okay. Uh, along with Pocosin, York County, Williamsburg, and James City County. So when that went out to bid earlier this year, late last fall, the lowest bid came in as TFC Recycling. Mm -hmm. And so because it was so much higher due to all the world market conditions in recycling, which everyone's heard pieces of, it came in three and a half times higher than we had budgeted for because we're in the middle of a two-year budget cycle. So the budget... For this coming year, which is fiscal year 20, Mm -hmm. was approved in the spring of 2018. Okay. So we simply didn't have the funds to cover the new contract amount. So the supervisors voted on it, and it was approved to offset that difference to the residents who wanted to continue with the service Mm -hmm. at $7 a month. Okay. So we have been working very hard the past few months to generate this new program with billing and managing the customer service in-house to save those administrative costs, all of that. Right. It's been a challenge. That is for sure. So let's go into the details, I think, of recycling first, and then we can go a little bit more into the billing and whatnot. Something has changed in terms of what we can recycle and what we cannot recycle, right? Correct. So let me back up a little and try to streamline this story as best as I can. And there is a great video on the recycling homepage, which is jamescitycountyva.gov slash recycle. Yep. Uh, we created a video about a month ago. It was just released, and it walks through what happens to those materials when they leave your curbside. So it goes to the material recovery facility, and it gets sorted into light commodities. All of these materials get separated based okay. on you know, whether it's cardboard or mixed paper or glass or which type of plastic. And then it gets bailed into these huge cubes, you okay. know, um, and then weighed per ton and sold on the commodities market. So okay. brokers from the MRF material recovery facility, are always looking for the best price per ton, but it fluctuates greatly. Okay. And China closed its doors to us. It's been slowly coming, but we had a complete stoppage about a year ago. And, and China would buy these recycled goods. Yes. Okay. Yes. They were buying the bulk of all of our plastics. Okay. And so that's why we used to be able to send all of our containers, yogurt containers and butter tubs and all of that, because there was a market for it. Right. We don't really have a domestic market for that. Okay. So once they stopped accepting them because they want to deal with their own stuff and, sure. and you know, they have their own environmental mm-hmm. um, limitations. So They close the doors, and now all of a sudden we have this huge supply and no domestic demand. Okay. So what's great about VIPSA and sticking with them on this partnership is that they are really 
on top of where these materials are going. Okay. When citizens put their materials in their cart, as long as it was one of the acceptable items, we know it'll be recycled. Right. And they know exactly where it's going to. And most of them are are regional, you know, outside of Richmond or um, a couple down to North Carolina. They're, we're working on opening up these domestic markets. Mm-hmm. And as new markets become available, the whole industry is changing. And luckily, right. we have a lot of smart people in this country, and they're coming up with new ideas. And as new markets become available and new materials are added back into the recycling stream, we will immediately add them into our curbside program. Okay. The only thing that has changed is the plastics. Okay. It's just bottles and jugs. Okay. So anything with a neck. And a lot of people ask about the number. It is actually ones and twos mm-hmm. uh, with a neck. But to make it easy on the citizen, we don't need to go hunting for that number. Okay. Because it's really a small number of bottles and jugs that are not ones and twos. Okay. And that's a small enough amount of residue that the material recovery facility, the MRF, is able to weed those out. Okay. That was something that surprised me in a piece that we put out earlier in June was that the one and the two on the bottom actually deal more with the chemical Absolutely. makeup. Yeah. You know, one thing that explains it well is to think of these, so say a clamshell. Mm-hmm. seems like it takes up, you know, if we had, say, 10 clamshells from salad bars and to-go desserts or whatever, that seems to take up a lot of volume in the cart. Mm-hmm. Well, You know, these are commodities. When that's melted down, that's actually a very small amount of plastic. Okay. So those ones and twos, think of a detergent bottle. Right. And the, you know, the weight difference in those. So by weight, the the yogurt tubs and the the clamshells that we are not taking anymore is actually a very small percentage of the plastic recycling stream. Okay. I know that something that we say all the time is reduce, reuse, recycle. Right. Absolutely. And so folks can start to look at what they buy. I know that we've had people that have been very concerned about the yogurt containers mm-hmm. because they're single serving things. But points have been made that there are larger containers mm-hmm. and you can do that and scoop some into a small right. little thing that you can take in your lunch or your breakfast every morning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be just individual yogurt cups. Right. Right. Bulk purchases are the best. And those containers, you know, they're big enough with a lid. They can be reused. Mm -hmm. So we're reducing. We're reusing. You can even make your own yogurt. The fun thing about this, uh, there are some fun things. And one of them (laughs) is uh, the fact that citizens are so passionate about it. And you have so many creative ideas out there on waste minimization and sharing tips. We're all in this together. It's our shared environment. We all need to be thinking of ways to minimize our impact on it. Mm-hmm. And so this waste minimization campaign is really the root of what we're shooting for here in James City County and regionally and internationally, mm-hmm. actually. You know, a lot of people like to talk about the plastics in the ocean, and that's a major problem. Right. Um, so reducing our use of single-use plastics is really important. Cutting back on that wherever we can. Mm-hmm. I know that there has been something about crushing things. I know sometimes back in the good old days, we would like, you know, smash. That was one of my chores as a kid, I think, was to crush the soda cans. But now there's something with the optical scanner, right? Yeah, when it stays. So that video is really helpful Mm -hmm. because it shows how the conveyor belts work. And it gets, you know, there are blowers and optical readers and 
magnets and all kinds of stuff. So it's just not important to smash it. I would leave it the, the formed the way it is, and then the materials are more easily separated. And actually, when it's smashed, it's become so much smaller that it can more easily slip off the conveyor belts and okay. go between them, and, and we don't want that. Right. And I think that there is the exception, though, of cardboard. If you get a box, you can still break down oh, the Oh, yeah, cardboard. they do want that flattened, yeah. absolutely. And that leaves you more room in your bin mm-hmm. as well. So let's go ahead and segue into the size of the bins. They are a little different than they were before. Actually, correct? they're exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 35, 65, and 95. Okay. But what changed this time is that in 2015, when we delivered all those old county waste carts, mm-hmm. and let me do say that the carts are owned by the companies right they're not you know rented or owned by citizens they're not rented or owned by the county they are strictly um, the property of the MRF Mm -hmm. so when county waste delivered the cans in 2015 the default can was 65 gallons okay so that's what most residents got and then they would call in to either upgrade to a 95 or downgrade to a 35 okay this okay. time because now it's a fee-based program we got so many requests for these larger cans we went ahead and did our best to distribute 95s as the default okay and then if they want smaller we're switching those out Okay, well, that makes me feel so much better, Dawn, because I'm like, I swear our bin is larger than it was before. <laughs> but the footprint of the bin is approximately it the is. same size. It it's is. just larger up at top. Mm-hmm. All right, very good. Okay, so bins are owned by the contractor. So yes. the old contractor came and collected their old yes, bins. Yes, and I just have to cut you off and thank these residents so much for their patience. My goodness, it has just been... I mean, over a two-week period, we had two contractors with two different set of subcontractors managed through our, you know, agency, VIPSA, with our own customer service folks trying to help. We were removing 25,000 carts and delivering 25,000 carts. Wow. With all these different players, all these different little scenarios, you know, people not understanding what was going on. And and I just, I'm, I'm so grateful that... The majority of folks were understanding and you know willing to work with us, and and we're really trying hard to to make this happen as smoothly as we can. Absolutely. So, what if somebody got a larger bin than what they had before, and they really preferred the smaller size? What should they do? Okay, so the first priority is making sure that everyone who wants a cart has one. Okay. For this new contract, so if they haven't received their new cart with the tan lid. They need to immediately call or email mm-hmm. us. And okay, and I want to give yeah. that information. So the hotline is two five three six seven zero zero, and there is a long introduction with lots of information that we'll be updating as the program evolves. But option four will get them to a person. Okay. Now, due to the really high call volume right now, right. we're working on getting um, this all worked out and streamlined, but. It might just not even end up at a voicemail, unfortunately, in which case I'm going to give you another number that they can call directly. It'll just go straight to a voicemail. And that's 253-6711. 6711. Okay. Or they can email general.services at jamescitycountyva.gov. And we have lots of people monitoring both the voicemail and the email to 
take care of all those change outs. So back to the delivery. Mm -hmm. The first priority is getting those new cans out and uh, getting the old carts removed would be number two. And if, if people still have the old cart with the green lid, they need to continue to put it out during the next couple of collection cycles and county waste will come through and remove it. Okay. And then the change outs are going to start happening in August. Okay. Okay. So folks that want a larger bin or a smaller bin or what have you, that will happen in August. Yes. Okay. So then something else that's going to happen in August will be the bills. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about that for a minute. How is that working? Okay. So this is a prepay program. The county with the the budget that was approved back in the spring of 2018, they're Mm -hmm. setting aside that amount to pay for this first quarter. Okay. And then after that, the residents will be paying $7 a month and it's billed quarterly. So it's a quarterly prepay system. The bill will be mailed to all the residents August 15th. And then it'll be due, the $21 will be due by September 16th. If they don't pay it, it's not coming out of their taxes or anything. They will just be removed from the program. Okay. And so they will no longer have the curbside recycling service as of October 1st. Okay. And somebody will come around and pick up the old bin. They don't have to haul it themselves. No. Okay. All right. So $7 a month. And is that what if there's a family that recycles a lot and needs more than one bin? Is it $7 for? It's $7 per cart. Per cart. Okay. So yeah, regardless of the size, whether it's the 35, 65, or 95, it's $7. And if they want a second cart, it's another $7. Okay. All right. And if there are communities that aren't currently part of the system, because traditionally, the James City County curbside recycling uh, program was only offered to single family households Mm -hmm. and anything that was affiliated with a business like an apartment complex or a trailer park, they did not have it because businesses um, have traditionally been required to line up their own recycling services. Well, now that we're charging, anyone can have access to it. Okay. If there's someone in an apartment who wants a recycling cart and they want to pay the $7, we, and they have a place to put it, right. um, Right. We will deliver it. We have a community who's had, challenges with their clubhouse how do they recycle at their clubhouse well now they're just paying per cart so they're all excited okay they ordered seven carts so they can recycle right there at the clubhouse Mm -hmm. for the clubhouse events yeah exactly very good nobody has to haul it back to their house right all right so the county is paying for the first quarter Mm -hmm. so if someone decides that they really don't want to pay seven dollars a month are they still able to recycle absolutely okay Yes. So we still have the convenience center recycling for free. It's the same materials divided up between the containers and the cardboard and the paper. And what citizens are paying for that $7 is the convenience of single stream curbside recycling. They don't have to sort it and they don't have to transport it anywhere. So really, if if they put it in perspective, uh, $7 is a fast food meal. Right. And instead, you're offsetting... 30% 30% of your waste stream from the landfill for right. a month, you know, wow. yeah, or $84 for the year. That's a lot of waste. 30% of your waste that can traditionally be recycled is being diverted from a landfill for $84. Okay. Yeah. I know that at our house, our recycling bin is always much more full. Oh, of course. And that's another important point that people don't understand that if they start putting all of their recycling into the trash, those rates are definitely going to increase because the haulers 
are having to pay disposal tipping fees at right. the landfill. And right. so the more tonnage they have, the more they're going to have to charge the resident anyway. So we might as well put it in the right place to start with. Absolutely. So the county is paying for the first quarter. Yes. And somebody could decide, I don't want to participate, but I'm going to go ahead and still benefit from having this cart at my house for the next three months. That's okay, right? It is. Yes. Okay. So say that the cart is just way too big. They don't want to recycle for whatever reason. How can they get rid of the bin sooner than October 1st? They just need to call us. Okay. Or they can go online. So now, as of yesterday, we launched a new online tool. It's at jamescitycountyva.gov slash recycle. Mm -hmm. And it's an opt-out form. So they'll type their address in. It'll auto-populate. Everyone who's currently enrolled in the system, their address will pop up. And they just go through the steps, and it'll come to us, and we'll remove them from the system. Okay, And remove, have good. their cart picked up. And I assume, because you all are so busy, that if you request that your cart be removed today, it's not necessarily yes. going to be gone tomorrow. I'm sorry, but that's that's asking a lot. Right, right. <laughs> we are trying our best, but um, you know, we're working with contractors, mm-hmm. and they have routes and limited resources themselves, and so right. they're doing their best. Of course, customer service is everyone's priority, mm-hmm. but the instruction is to, once you submit your opt-out request, continue to set your card out on your regular collection day, Okay. and at some point, hopefully within the next one to two cycles, it'll be removed. Okay. Well, and included with the cart was a bag of knowledge, right? That yes. included a calendar and a brochure and whatnot. Yes. Okay. And it also on that calendar said what your recycle week was, if you were a red week or a blue week. But the key is, it should be all the same. Right. Okay. So the calendar has not changed. It's the same. If your recycling day was, a, you know, a blue week Thursday, it will remain a blue week Thursday. If for some reason a calendar showed up with a different day, mm-hmm. I apologize in advance, and that is not the case. It stays whatever it was previously. Okay. And I did hear from somebody that their bag of knowledge did not include a calendar, but the VIPSA website, which I believe is vipsa.org. Yes, and also on the James City County okay. website. And we Great. have copies of the calendar, so they can always call the hotline at 253-6700 and get a customer service person. Okay. And again, the call volume is very high right now, mm-hmm. very, very high, and so... We just have a limited number of phone lines, mm-hmm. but if they want to wait, you know, a week or so when it starts to die down, then they can more easily get somebody and we'll email them a calendar or always email us. All right. Now, something that is also new on the website, I believe, is something called a Recyclopedia. Yes, this is really fun. Again, on that webpage, the recycling webpage, there is a tool called Recyclopedia and you enter any item. It could be a plastic bag a diaper, straws, of course, all the traditional recyclables, and it'll tell you where you can put it, where the best choice is. Mm -hmm. You know, in some cases, it's your curbside bin. In some cases, it's a convenience center. In some cases, it's a store um, where you can take things and they'll be recycled. That's the first, the best choice. Mm -hmm. And then if it's trash, it'll tell you where you need to get rid of it that way. And then at the bottom are lots of tips on waste minimization or maybe even some fun suggestions for reuse. Right. There's also a way for citizens to suggest items that they want us to add to the database. Oh, okay. It's very interactive and fun. And and I'll also put a little call out to volunteers because we have a lot of really passionate citizens with a lot of 
really good ideas. Mm -hmm. And so Keep James City County Beautiful has a, it's called the three R's subcommittee, reduce, reuse, recycle. And they're always looking for campaigns and programs and ways to promote these ideas in the county. Mm -hmm. And so they're helping with that recyclopedia. Our next meeting is Thursday, July 11th at 11 o'clock okay. at Thomas Nelson Community College. All right. And where? what number should they call if they want more information about volunteering? 259-5375. That's my office phone. Okay, great. All right. So anything else on recycling? Well, let's see. All carts have been delivered to all neighborhoods at this point. There are a handful of situations here and there that... Mm-hmm. We're going in, maybe the wrong cart was delivered or a, a driveway was missed by, mm-hmm. you know, these drivers. We're trying to do our best to to run out there. But every neighborhood has been delivered to. I mentioned about the call volume. Right. Um, so there are lots of options to, to get the message through to us. That great video, I really want folks to take a look at that because it really explains the whole concept of recycling in a professionally done uh, visual way. Yes. And, you know, the county does not make money on recyclables. I want everyone to understand that. It is a $7 a month service that the county outsources for this single stream curbside recycling. And of course, like you said, the free alternative is a convenience center. Mm -hmm. But people sometimes think that they're putting their own possessions out and someone else is making money on it. And it's not the county, and like I said, it, what we're paying for basically is diverting it from the landfill right. because then these brokers are going out and they're trying to make money and they're trying to offset their own costs. There's mm-hmm. a lot of costs involved between right. paying the workers and the transportation and the trucks and the facility itself and mm-hmm. insurance. I mean, it all adds up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, of course, as new markets open up, we will be adding these materials back in. Okay. Very good. So this would be the good time if you want to get into the market of accepting three through seven. (laughs) Yes. If we have some really smart, creative entrepreneurs who want to come up with a glass recycling facility, um, we do still take glass, but that is an an issue. But yeah, specifically those plastics. And then, you know, too, I hope that the, or I do know that a lot of the manufacturers of packaging are looking at changing the the composition of their materials Mm -hmm. so that they are recyclable because it goes all the way back to the manufacturers. Absolutely. And we're all in it together. Yes, for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, Dawn, thank you so much for coming and helping us understand a little bit. We understand that this is a big change for a lot of people. It is. And we are doing our best to try to get the word out there. Absolutely. All right. Well, as you know, I have a few fun questions that I need to ask. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. First question, which would you rather do? Wash dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum the house? And I would argue that none of the above should also be an option. (laughs) Actually, I really enjoy mowing the lawn. Do you? I do. I like getting a little bit of exercise, a little bit of sun. And then, of course, you look back at the finished product and you're like, huh, I did something. You did that. (laughs) Very good. I am impressed. Okay, next If you could go back in time to change one thing, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Back in time. Hmm. I'd go back in time and convince the plastics industry that they need to start with products made of biodegradable materials. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a good answer. That's the first thing that came into my head. If you gave me some time, I'm one of those people that has to think on it. So, right. uh, yeah, sorry, not very no, spontaneous. No, no, that was really good. <laughs> very good. Okay. And last but not least, what is your favorite thing about your career? Well, I love the environment and I love our shared beautiful world. And so the nature of what I do, you know, it's so proactive and inspiring behavior change and working with people who get it, the holistic nature of um, our personal impact on the environment. I just, it just makes me happy when people get excited with me. (laughs) Well, and you make it very easy to get excited about because your passion (laughs) that your passion for it comes through and it makes it very easy excellent I I do love it when a citizen calls me and they're just as passionate as I am and you know every once in a while you'll get someone who is upset about you know why aren't we doing this or why aren't we doing that and I say I agree with you why aren't we and this is this is why I can't quite get it done but let's do it together and then they all of a sudden they're like oh wow I didn't realize so much was going on yeah I want to I want to help. So that's really rewarding. Very good. Well, Don, we are very lucky to have you. Oh, thanks, Renee. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, please take a moment to go online and subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode. Also go to our county's webpage. We're at jamescitycountyva.gov slash podcast. And while there, you're going to be able to find all of our episodes. I believe that this is episode number 91. And you can also find a form. And on that form, you can let us know what you think. Give us positive, negative, constructive, whatever you'd like feedback. We would love to hear from you. We're also looking for other show ideas, guests. Let us know. So once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will talk with you next week.